Good morning. On this Sunday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. We're talking about the distribution of the talents. One was given five, one was given two, one was given one. And the one man that was given one, he actually went and buried it. We also made mention that we are stewards. We're managers of everything and anything that God has given us, including our life as a born-again believer and our physical bodies. They belong to Him. They do not belong unto us. And we had left off in Matthew chapter 25, verse 25, where this man that was given the one talent responded and said, I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth, lo, there thou, that is thine. In other words, he said, here it is. Here's what's yours. Now, there's a couple of things we have to understand here. Uh, unlike the parable of the pound, a talent, depending on which measure is used, because it varies depending on on who is actually saying, well, this is how much a talent was worth according to this or according to that. But if we go according to one of the highest settings, a talent was roughly about 200 pounds. 200 pounds of what? 200 pounds of silver, 200 pounds of gold, 200 pounds of brass, 200 pounds of something. And uh, it was usually a precious metal. So if you were to take that highest marking or that, that highest rating and say, let's say it was gold, valued at today's prices, that means that that man was given 200 pounds of gold. There's 16 ounces per pound. So there was 3,200 ounces. And let's say at the highest uh, marking of gold, let's say $2,000 uh, an ounce, even $1,500 an ounce, that meant that at today's prices, that man was given roughly $6,400,000 worth. Stop and think about what I just said. Also, think about the work that it would take to bury that amount in the ground. He made the effort to bury it in the ground, but yet not the effort to invest it. With that amount of money... Even just putting it in the bank, it would have earned a lot of interest. The one that was given five talents, well, that's roughly about maybe 31, 32 million. Uh, the one that was given two, well, just double that, and that would basically be about uh, 12,800,000. Now, that's, that is a lot. We assume it was just a small little thing, even though it was two or three or or two or five, or just one talent, a talent is still a pretty good considerable amount of size. Now, have we talked about a mite, which is roughly about the equivalent of a penny? One was given one penny, one was given... But that's not the way it works. We have a very rich master. He is the possessor of heaven and earth. He created the heavens. He created the earth and everything that is on it, including mankind. Therefore, what God has to give is not, and I'm going to use the word puny. It's not uh, minimal. It's not minuscule. 
It's not uh, insignificant. It is very, very uh, important. The smallest thing that God has to give is is to be considered one of the greatest things. To, to give us the gift of, of righteousness, the gift of eternal life, to give us the gift of faith, the gift of the Holy Spirit. The world may minimize and say, ah, you know, that's nothing. But to us as a believer, that means everything. That, that stands for the just shall walk by faith. Uh, without righteousness or right standing before God, we can't stand before Him. Without His holiness, without His mercy, without His redemption, without the blood of Jesus. All of these things are very, very valuable. And when you consider the redemptive price of a soul, that everything, you can own the entire planet and everything that is in it, yet that is not enough to buy, to redeem back, a soul yet our physical bodies were bought with the blood of Jesus they are not ours they are his therefore when we come into his service as servants we are to utilize our bodies and maximize the use of them one way of saying it I want to give it back to God he gave it to me all I want to do is give it back to him. It's his to begin with. Man returns back to the dust from where he was created. And the spirit of man returns to the one that created it also. The father of spirits. Therefore, this man says, I was afraid and went and hid thy talent. But let's look at that afraid part. That little phrase just a little bit. It literally means, I had fear. Now, it can be translated, it comes from the, the Greek word phobia, uh, to be frightened, to be alarmed, to be afraid, to be in awe. But it can also be used to uh, be translated as to have reverence. But in this case, this man was literally just afraid. Afraid, we're going to say, to invest it because he might lose it. Or... Let's flip the coin around or afraid that he might make more and then have to be responsible and take responsibility for all that he has gained and all that he has done. A lot of people, <clears throat> they want to enjoy the freedom and the pleasures of life without having the responsibility. I mean, you know, without really considering everyone and make it all inclusive, but a lot of individuals. They prefer to be in the condition that they are, whether it's uh, 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 addicts or, or homeless. Remember, I'm not saying everybody, because they don't want to have the responsibility of anything else. They want to be free-spirited. And when you give people responsibility, then that makes them afraid because, well, what if I fail? What if I mess up? I'd rather not even try. Then that way I don't have to worry about it. So we have two extremes here to consider. This man was afraid because of his own interpretation and judgment in how he considered his master, our Lord, to be. He considered his Lord to be a hard man. Someone that it was hard to work for. He considered him 
to be an individual that basically would come and take where he had not planted, where he had not sown. He would gather uh, where he hadn't put anything, anything into the ground. This was his judgment. His interpretation of how he saw the Lord. And a lot of people say, no, I don't want to get saved. Oh, I don't want to become a Christian or religious. Uh, God may want to send me somewhere where I don't want to go and I don't want to go. And I don't want to have to have responsibility. Uh, I, I, I'd rather just uh, uh, go to church and and uh, pay my due. Serve God in whatever way that I can or want to. Without realizing it, we are judging God. We have become his judge. This man said, you are a hard man. You are a hard man. And the word there for hard means that basically you are tough. You're harsh. You're severe. You're fierce. I mean, think about it. Yes. When judgment comes, that is how God is going to deal with those individuals that deserve it. But those that are his servants, he wants to give the responsibility to us to bring out in us talents that we are totally unaware of that are in there. To be able to bring out in us courage, faithfulness, trust, to bring out kindness, to bring out all of these things that cannot be brought out unless it's tested through the fire. The testing of the fire brings out the best of it because it burns that which is not necessary off. So that one which had received one talent basically accused his Lord. He says, I knew thee that thou art a hard man. He did not know him. Remember, Jesus said, you know, you're going to call me Lord, Lord in that day, but I'm going to tell you, I don't know you. And for certain, you did not know who I was. Jesus said, come and learn of me. I am meek. I am humble. Take of my yoke. Learn to pull with me. Learn to work with me. And you'll find out that I'm the one that's carrying the burden. I'm the one that's doing the hard labor, the hard work. But when we stop and consider all that he has done for us, all that he has given us in this lifetime, it is cruel, literally cruel to what this man did to say, ah, you know, it, it wasn't worth investing it because you're, you already have everything. We don't have anything. But he is not like that. He is a loving God, a caring God. He wants us to learn to trust him, to depend upon him. But this individual became the judge of God. He decided he was going to judge God and declared how God was. So he says, I was afraid. I was afraid and I didn't even want to bother and try. I was afraid that if I failed, maybe you might punish me. So he never made the effort. And he went and hid that talent in the earth and lo, just said, here it is. Get it back. I'm giving it to you. The man is going to be condemned, not because he misspent it, not because he embezzled it, not because he misused it, 
not because he did something wicked with it, but he's called wicked because he was simply lazy. He refused to do anything. Yet in return, our Lord has forgiven us. He has cleansed our sins. He has cleansed our unrighteousness. He has set before us life and all the pleasures that God can give to his children. Yet this man said, I know the will of my master and his will is that I do this and then he's just going to take it away. He did not know the will of the master and he did not know exactly how the master was going to judge him. When it comes to the talents here, there was no excuse that was accepted. There is no physical condition that is excused and says, well, okay, you're excused because of the way you are physically. There's always a way. There's always a way. Uh, there's even a song that says, you know, I, I will praise him. I will worship him. I'll worship him with my hands. I'll worship him with my feet. I'll worship him with my mouth. I'll worship him with my soul. And if there's not anything left for me to worship him with here on this earth, then that means I've already gone to be with him. But this man, he thought he had an excuse. I'll just give him exactly what he gave me. And I'll just give that exactly right back to him. But he was very, very wrong. He was very wrong. In Matthew 25, 26, the scripture says, And his Lord, notice, his Lord, answered him and said unto him, Thou wicked and lazy servant. The word there, slothful, that is used, is, uh, <clears throat> is grievous, uh, is tardy, uh, it's uh, indolent. This this man just did not want to do the work. He just refused to. He was a lazy servant. And therefore, he is told, If you knew that I was, if you knew that I would reap where I hadn't sown, and gather where I haven't started. In other words, he used his own words, the very same words that he accused him. He said, then you should have done something about it. But yet that's not how I am. Therefore, he's told in verse 27, thou oughtst to therefore have put the money, my money, to the exchangers. And then at my coming, I should have received mine also with interest. Well, as our time comes to a close, join us on Monday as we continue with the conclusion of this and the punishment that this man is given and the end results of the third individual that was given a talent. But until then, consider this food for thought and for the imagination, hoping that you've learned something. The Lord richly bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption is closer today than it was yesterday. The Lord richly bless you. Amen.